This podcast is brought to you by Knowledge at Wharton. Today, we're joined by Wharton management professor Valentina Esenova, who has written a paper about the effects that incubation and mentoring have on disadvantaged entrepreneurs. And so we're going to talk about that today. Thanks so much for joining us, Valentina. Thanks, Steve. So let's start by talking about uh, what the problem was or the question is that inspired you to do this research. Well, the central question that I pose in this paper is what factors influence the effectiveness of early stage venture incubation and mentoring for promoting learning, scaling, and profitability among disadvantaged entrepreneurs? And the inspiration for this uh, research really came from an absolutely wonderful trip with some of my colleagues from Wharton that we did a couple of years back in South Africa. And on this trip, we had the chance to visit Soweto, which is one of the historic townships in South Africa that played a central role in the struggle against apartheid. And the backbone of so much of the local economic activity in Soweto comes from the smaller scale uh, base of the pyramid entrepreneurs. Uh, many of these entrepreneurs want to develop and grow their businesses. I think that there's a huge misconception that the reason why they're unable to do that is because of a lack of desire. Um, or because even sometimes of, because of capital constraints, uh, which is certainly an issue. But many of them do want to make a better life for themselves and for their communities. Um, however, they frequently lack the means to do so, owing in large part to the pervasive structural inequality, the social and educational disadvantages that they face. Um, so while South Africa is one of the most entrepreneurial places in the world, it also has some of the highest inequality um, that contributes to these disadvantages for many local entrepreneurs. So these observations made me wonder about what resources can support these entrepreneurs in communities like Soweto. Great, and you noticed, uh, or you, you noted in your paper that entrepreneurs face all sorts of challenges in general. Actually, two I, I wanted to ask you about um, just because I wasn't sure exactly what they meant. Uh, one is bounded rationality, and the other is, well, this one makes more sense to me. It's limited resources to experiment. Could you explain to us what those are? And, and I think you say that entrepreneurs in general face these issues. Uh, they do, yes. So when we talk about bounded rationality, we typically mean that people generally want to make good decisions. They want to make uh, quote-unquote rational decisions that are based on uh, good information, but they're bounded in the sense that um, they have very limited information, right? So we always live in this world with uncertainty. Uh, for entrepreneurs, that's even more so the case, uh, and they're bounded in their ability to make good decisions about their businesses, decisions that, uh, given the right kind of foresight, would result in business success, would, would enable them to really lay the groundwork for uh, to be able to scale and grow their operations. Um, and the second element of that really concerns the limited resources. So when we talk about entrepreneurs, for many, for many of the nascent entrepreneurs, many early stage entrepreneurs, they really don't have all that much um, capital. They don't have um, as many uh, employees to work with. Uh, and so when it comes to experimentation, it's really very costly. It's very costly for them to spend that time trying different things and uh, investing um, a lot of those limited resources to, to really learn and hash out all of the uncertainty in their business plan. 
So those are those are the, the two types of challenges that that they're dealing with, in, uh, in addition to the social and educational disadvantages. Right, and so you studied the effects of incubation and mentorship on these entrepreneurs. Uh, let's begin with incubation. Uh, what, first of all, does it mean to incubate? What does that entail? Incubation entails helping entrepreneurs to grow and develop new businesses. And when we talk about incubators, what we mean are these are organizations whose sole purpose is to develop and grow new businesses. Uh, they provide small sums of money, typically Kickstarter funding. They also provide essential services to entrepreneurs, such as mentorship and uh, quite often office space to be able to conduct some of their initial operations. And for entrepreneurs, the incubation process is really that. It's a process that typically lasts between six months to about five years, depending on the type of business that they are working on. And over this time, entrepreneurs receive Kickstarter funding. They receive very close guidance, often from expert mentors, about how to grow and develop their businesses. Right. And I think you, you looked at a period of six months for incubation in this study, didn't you? I did, yes. That was uh, the, the, the standard length for this particular organization. So, so why don't you walk us through a little bit of how you actually studied this? Sure. So for this study, I partnered with a local organization, an incubator in South Africa. And the idea was, so both I and this organization were interested in uh, really looking at uh, the entire incubation process and thinking about what value does this process add. Um, there's a lot of research out there that's kind of shown mixed results that um, incubators could be beneficial, but uh, for certain types of organizations, there's some research in the United States that's mainly looked at the very high status uh, incubators and accelerators. And so we, we didn't really have a starting point to kind of evaluate this organization. Um, and the idea was to compare incubated and non-incubated non businesses and really track entrepreneurs over time. Uh, my goal was to see what effect incubation and mentoring played in entrepreneurs' learning trajectories, particularly regarding new knowledge about how to scale their operations and grow their businesses during their time in the incubator, and subsequently how this knowledge translated into improvements in their business performance. And what did you, what did you find? I found that incubated companies grew about 22% more in revenue and 15% more in employment than similar also selected but not incubated companies. So here we're not talking about this being a quality difference, but rather being a, a direct effect uh, attributable to the incubation and the services that they received. Um, I also found that entrepreneurs that underwent this incubation process that were assigned to better mentors, mentors whose, for example, those that ranked in the top 25% based on uh, kind of the outcomes of prior cohorts of mentees that they had advised, that they actually learned uh, considerably more new knowledge, that they absorbed this during their time in the incubator and were subsequently able to translate that into higher growth in their monthly revenue and higher profitability over the, the next year after incubation. Well, what would you say, so if you had to look at or, or pick apart the elements of incubation that were the most successful for these entrepreneurs, what, what really helped them? I mean, that's a significant growth in, um, in revenues. So, so what, to what do you attribute that? 
Yeah, a big part of this was, um, so I looked at several different factors. I looked at the peer effects within the cohort, peer learning. I looked at the um, whether it was about just kind of being in, a, in an environment where they're constantly comparing themselves to other entrepreneurs in terms of their performance. And I also looked at um, their closed guidance from individual mentors. And I found that one crucial factor that really mattered was entrepreneurs' pre-entry knowledge coming into the incubator. So, so entrepreneurs who came in with less pre-entry knowledge ended up benefiting the most from being paired with the best mentors. And um, this was a finding that really, I think, showcases the value of human capital and the importance of uh, being able to transfer that human capital from expert mentors to individuals who might have greater gaps in their uh, prior relevant knowledge and experience, either through formal education or through work experience. So, so this is really beneficial for people who who are disadvantaged in those ways. But uh, I'm curious to know. You mentioned that you um, basically teamed up uh, individuals with um, mentors that sort of had a higher level of skill and a lower level of uh, skill or knowledge. How did you evaluate those? How did you decide who a capable mentor is versus a, a less capable mentor? Yeah, this is really tricky. It's kind of like the hidden populations problem because it's difficult to know from just looking at somebody whether they're, which group they fall under. So what we what I did in this study was I, I actually collected data on these uh, mentors' prior performance. So as part of the incubator, um, entrepreneurs that were coming in, they had to take a baseline exam uh, to, to track their baseline level of knowledge, and then they had an exit exam to be able to track how much did they actually learn? What was the what was that difference uh, in their in their learning over their, their time in the incubator? And I was able to observe that over seven cohorts of uh, mentees that individual mentors were paired with. Um, so that enabled me to see the distribution of outcomes and performance score improvements for specific individuals, for specific mentors um, in this organization. Um, and that essentially created a sort of distribution of, of mentorability um, uh, where, whereby we could then assign, you know, this mentor was maybe in the top 25%, that mentor could be assigned to, uh, to an individual versus uh, this mentor was in the, top, the bottom 25%. So, so my next question is twofold then. What is it that um, incubation programs can take away from your research? And then what can uh, maybe entrepreneurs take away from your research? Well, I, I would say there are a couple of um, a couple of key insights, and certainly I think this is uh, the, the kind of um, paper that also opens up a lot of a lot of new questions that we can examine as as scholars and as uh, practitioners. So I think the study highlights the value that incubators play for filling gaps in pre-entry knowledge and experience. Um, this is, to my knowledge, the first study of its kind to actually quantify the amount of learning and to attribute that to the ability to the human capital of the mentor. Um, there have been a lot of qualitative studies on these questions, uh, but really it's been very difficult to, to try to quantify these um, soft forms of human capital. Um, the study also highlights the value of these organizations for, in particular, for socially and educationally disadvantaged entrepreneurs who might be coming in uh, really with lower baseline levels of pre-entry knowledge and experience um, that are already putting them back 
setting them back in terms of their ability to succeed. So the findings speak to this larger question of how to equalize the playing field for entrepreneurs more broadly and catalyze new business success in many underserved low-income communities, um, such as the one that I studied. So when many people think of entrepreneurs, the individuals who come to mind are typically very, um, very knowledgeable, relatively high human capital individuals like Bill Gates, Mark Zuckerberg, and Elon Musk. And these individuals are generally unrepresentative of the entrepreneurs who create value on a local scale in many communities, those who start new businesses that provide goods and services for others. And this research suggests that supporting these business incubators and mentoring programs within these organizations might be worthwhile activities for policymakers interested in supporting local economic development. Right. So, so you alluded to um, the questions that that your study raises. Are, are, what else? Where, where do you think you uh, would go next with this? What what else should be looked at? Well, the study raises several follow-up questions. And first, uh, do these benefits, the benefits that I find for learning and for uh, the actual growth of these companies, do they generalize to other contexts? So, for example, do they generalize to uh, socially and educationally disadvantaged entrepreneurs in West Philadelphia? Do they generalize to uh, university incubators? Um, further, are there best practices that incubators can learn from some of these most effective mentors about the strategies that work well for different types of entrepreneurs? Right? Entrepreneurs are not created um, they're not coming into these, these organizations the same way. They're coming in with different knowledge. They're coming in with different skills gaps, with different knowledge gaps. And so how that pairing is happening within these organizations can be very important for the value that they ultimately provide for these companies. Um, and finally, do the learning benefits carry over into entrepreneurs' future businesses? Um, this question is essential because even if an initial business fails, and we know most of them tend to, uh, many entrepreneurs might uh, take the knowledge and the skills that they develop and apply them towards their future businesses. And so to the extent that they learn, um, this learning could be a lifelong improvement in their ability to continue to, to create valuable organizations. Uh, so these are essential questions to address that can inform both incubators, program designs, and policy choices regarding how to support entrepreneurs. Well, great. Thank you so much for taking your taking the time to talk with us about your research today, Valentina. Thank you so much, Steve. And if you like what you heard, you can uh, read more about Valentina's research on knowledge.wharton.upenn.edu, and you can find us on your favorite podcast player, so be sure to subscribe. Thanks very much. For more insight from Knowledge at Wharton, please visit knowledge.wharton.upenn.edu. Thank you.